Bonjour and bienvenue to Lulabelle's Francophiles. Je m'appelle Lou and this is the place to come to keep your Frenchy vibes going and help you lose yourself in France without even leaving home. In each episode, we share ideas for how to stay connected to France and the Francophile within you. Alors, usually I'm joined by a guest, but today I'm flying solo. Recently, I have started thinking about what my next vacances en France will look like. I have subscribed to the wonderful Carol Handel, who chatted with me in episode 45, together with her husband, Chris. Her French Views newsletter recently gave tips for planning a trip to France, and it got me thinking about my list of places to visit that I haven't yet been to. The top of that list is Lyon. Now, recently, I chatted to fabulous pastry chef based in Versailles, Molly Wilkinson, in episode 47, and I saw on her Instagram that she went to Lyon for the weekend. I was suddenly struck by how far away we are here in Australia, with the thought of popping across to Lyon for the weekend not really a possibility. But it also made me more determined than ever to get sorted with plans, so I'm ready to travel as soon as arrangements ease for Aussies to get back to international travel. Molly made a few recommendations in her Insta posts for the best places for various things, and I'll share those with you a little later. So why Lyon? Well, for regular listeners to the podcast, you will know I have inherited much of my love of France from my dear papa. I even chatted to my dad in podcast episode 29 about some of his fave places to visit in France, and one that he often mentions to me that he would love to return to is Lyon, and I know I have always loved every place he has recommended to me. So Lyon is the capital of both the Rhône Department and the Auvergne-Rhône-Alpes region in the east-central part of France. It is set on a hill where the Rhône and the Saône rivers meet, and it is the third largest city in France after Paris and Marseille, and is divided into arrondissements, just like Paris. Now, whilst it's France's second most popular city to visit, after Paris, of course, it never feels cramped or crowded, according to everyone I know who has been there. There has been a colony on the site since BC times, which was expanded by the Romans, but the city flourished through the Renaissance period. And by the 17th century, it was the silk-making capital of Europe. Now, Lyon is the most important educational centre outside Paris with a highly respected university and the prestigious Paul Bocuse School of Cuisine based there as well. That's where another of our Lulabelle's guests, Jean-Marc Villard, taught for many years. I did a cooking day with Jean-Marc on a beautiful September day three years ago and I recall him saying how wonderful Lyon was, which is another recommendation for me, not that I needed any convincing really. So Lyon is also full of wonderful French culture that is reflected in the riches of the local museums, which includes a textile collection, the Archaeological Museum at Fouvière, a Museum of Fine Arts, a Museum of Printing and Banking. The local Lyon Library is noted for its collection of rare books. It has city theatres, including the Opera, the Celestin, which is a municipal theatre, 
and some avant-garde companies as well, which have earned national recognition in France. Music and drama festivals are held every year in June in the Roman Theatre at Fouvier. There's just so much to see and do, it seems. It's a thriving hub of culture and learning. Now, a couple of years ago, I found an app and downloaded it on my phone. It has an interactive map of something very particular to Lyon. Through the part of Lyon known as Vieux Lyon or Old Lyon and two other districts close to the rivers as well, there are around 500 or so trabules. Now, the word trabule comes from the Latin transambulaire, meaning to cross. And the first of the trabules may have been built as early as the 4th century. A trabool is a petite passageway around about three feet wide, which crisscrosses the city. They at times open out into interior courtyards of private houses and they contain a world of quirky windows and gothic galleries, ancient wells and even spiral staircases carved out of stone. They are quite a miracle of medieval engineering. For centuries, they were used by people to fetch water from the river and then by craftsmen and traders to transport their goods. But by the 18th century, they were invaluable to what had become the city's silk industry. Now, during the Second World War in German-occupied France, the Trabouls were used by the resistance as many of the secret passageways were unknown to anyone who wasn't local. And so they were a great way to get around the city undetected. Some of the tribbles cut through a house or, in the case of the longer tribbles, a whole city block, linking one street with another. And if you know where to go, it is possible to be able to walk around the Vieux Lyon area as well as the Croix a the Presqu'île parts of town via the tribbles as well. You can avoid the crowds and be sheltered from the rain as well. And that's where my app will come in very handy when I eventually get there. I will place a link for the app on the Little Bells Francophiles website. Now, tribbles are found in other French cities, but in most cases, unless you happen to live in a house that has one, you won't know that they're even there. Whereas Lyon is um, petit peu different. About 80 of its tribbles are open to the public. And so residents living around a tribble must agree to keep it open to the public between 8am and 7pm. But like the tribbles themselves... The agreement is a bit of a two-way street. So visitors are expected to be quiet, of course, and they need to respect the fact that the apartments that surround the fascinating old passages are actually private homes. Now, another reason for going to Lyon is because it is known as a fabulous gastronomic centre. Just a quick glance at the city's tourist website shows dozens of gourmet tours and wine tours. Lyon is sandwiched between Burgundy to the north and the Rhone Valley to the south, and it probably comes as no surprise that the wine offerings in Lyon are quite remarkable. When I visit, I'm going to take the opportunity to head out and visit a winery or two or even three. Vineyards surrounding Lyon have varieties from Beaujolais to a Côte de Rhone and There are many others as well. Wine lovers and also wine professionals often use Lyon as a base for their expeditions. 
I'll be renting a car to get around more easily. And like I did in Provence, I may also pre-organise a wine tour because you learn so much from being there with an expert. Now, if like me, you are obsessed by French food and plan more on a food pilgrimage to Lyon, you must stop at the covered market Les Arles de Lyon Paul Bacuse. Apparently, it is a foodie's heaven. Guided tasting tours are available there, which sound like a great idea to me, as finding the hidden gems in a place like this can be tricky when you're travelling without complete fluency of the language or also if you don't have loads of time in the town. So Lyon is actually one of the strongholds of French gastronomy. Lyon gastronomy itself is made up of a repertoire of fairly feisty dishes served in the Bouchon Lyonnaise, the local restaurants. If you go out for lunch or for dinner, you cannot avoid cochonnaille. This word is often used in the area of Lyon to refer to pork products, which are more commonly named charcuterie in other parts of France. So in Lyon, you may hear this saying, tout est bon dans le cochon, which literally means that there's no wasted parts in pork. Generally speaking, Lyon's cooking style includes many offal dishes, but if you're not into offal, you can just stick to sausages from Lyon called rosette, one of the most famous pork products from Lyon. Now, I always share some music on the Little Bells Francophiles podcast, and today I want to share some music from Lyon. The city has a great music scene with bands of all modern genres, so there was a huge amount of choice for me, really. Many Lyon bands have been recognised and given awards at France's prestigious Victoire de la Musique ceremony, including the band that I'm featuring today. So La Fair Louis Trio were a three-piece art pop band from Lyon. The band formed in 1982 by two brothers and another friend who were awarded the prize for Best Newcomers at the Victoire de la Musique. They stayed together until 1997 and two of the band members have since passed away, but their music lives on. Today we are going to listen to their song Mobilis in Mobile. Here is La Fair Louis Trio. Quand les vérités sont trop lasses Pour douter du temps qui passe D'autres ont déjà pris leur place Alors elles s'effacent Charme doux 
La Faire Louis Trio avec Mobilis Immobile. Now, I said earlier in the episode that Molly Wilkinson, who I chatted to in a recent podcast episode, posted about a quick weekend getaway she had in Lyon. I loved looking at her little movie reels of time wandering the streets and looking out over the vista of the city from a high lookout in a jardin on the hill. Molly also gave some recommendations for places to visit in Lyon, one being a pastry shop, which is not surprising given that Molly has trained in pastry cooking in Paris and gives online as well as in-person cooking classes from her base in Versailles. The shop is called Grain de Sucre and is in the Rue de Trion. The beautiful cakes in her post look like pieces of art and... 
I am definitely taking up Molly's recommendation to go there. Molly also found a terrific local specialty store called Le Syrup de la Rue, which has loads of Lyonnaise specialty foods. A good place to stock up, perhaps, on the Lyonnaise delicacies before leaving the lovely city. Another recommendation I have is from my lovely French teacher, Natalie Foos, from A French Journey in Hampton in Melbourne. I chatted to Natalie back in episode 32, and when I've spoken to her about Lyon, she told me all about a well-known museum called Le Petit Musée de Guignol. Now, Guignol is a famous marionette puppet from Lyon, and there is a whole museum dedicated to it. I love quirky local traditions like that. It's what gives each place we visit their own personality, I think. Now, I always share a recipe in every episode of the Little Bells Francophiles podcast. A specialty of the Lyon region is pink praline or praline roses. Now, they are almonds coated with caramelized and colored sugar. I found a terrific five-ingredient recipe to make this wonderful little gourmet pleasure, a crisp pink treat. Apparently, it only takes 20 minutes from start to finish. So a fabulous recipe for us to try anywhere in the world, especially if you are somewhere that is in lockdown, like I am at the moment. The five ingredients are roasted almonds, orange flower water, which is actually optional, but I think it sounds lovely. So I'll be adding that. Granulated sugar, water, and red food color. Now, In a large frying pan, place one-third of the sugar, one-third of the water, and add a few drops of the red food colour. Stir well with a wooden spoon and bring to a boil. Once large bubbles start forming, add the whole almonds. Then immediately lower the heat to medium and add the orange flower water as a flavour and continue to stir constantly. The red sugar syrup will begin to crystallise. So keep stirring to coat the nuts thoroughly. And once the sugar stops adhering to the almonds, the nuts will look like they're covered with a pink powdered sugar. So transfer the almonds onto a baking sheet covered with parchment paper and allow them to cool. The recipe then calls for a syrup made from the water, sugar and food colouring to be made and then poured over the nuts and then allow the nuts to cool again and then repeat with a third lot of syrup. The end result is perfectly pink almonds or praline roses. If you're wanting to make this traditional Lyonnaise recipe, pop onto the Little Bells Francophiles website and head to blog post 49 for the link. Now, recently I have been missing those foods and brands that I would usually pick up when I'm in France, but I have found a terrific company to assist with particular things ordinarily difficult to find here in Australia. I have now found a way to stay connected to France without leaving home. France at Home is an online French supermarket importing and delivering French products right to your door. Lulabelle's Francophiles has a designated link for listeners to take you to the specials that France at Home has on offer. Just head to the website to find the link in blog post 49 with all the other links from the episode today. Alors, c'est tout et c'est la fin aujourd'hui. That is all for another Lulabelle's Francophiles episode. I hope you're enjoying being transported to France avec moi. To be notified when new episodes are released, subscribe on your favourite podcast platform or follow Little Bells Francophiles on Insta. That's where you will also find lots of my personal French photos 
as well as some from our Lunabelle's Francophiles guests. Head to the Lunabelle's Francophiles website for all the links from the various episodes and we can all daydream of heading back to France together. Au revoir, bonne journée et à bientôt mes amis.